voice. Hello guys, this is Nicolette back with another episode, episode 23. Awesome. It's been a long ride. So I have Brooke with me today. Hello. And we're going to be talking about the voice and essentially like how singing can increase or enhance mental health. So Brooke here is a marvelous singer. Thank you. <laughs> she's done theater and a lot of different things. So now she's just went through a full journey at this point. So I want her to talk a little bit about that. Yeah. And how that transition in life has been for you essentially. Yeah. Um, I was always a theater kid. I think I knew since the fifth grade that I wanted to be an actress and was into singing and begging my mom for voice lessons, you know, in elementary and middle school. And I just kind of continued in that path and went to, to college for, to get a degree in musical theater and got a job teaching high school dance for a year, saved up money and then moved to New York and started pounding the pavement and working odd jobs and doing the theater thing. And I pretty awesome. much, yeah, stayed on that path yeah. until for about a decade. 10 years. Yeah. Wow. Maybe eight, 10 years. Yeah. And so we were talking a little bit about how I personally have been, like I used to sing when I was younger, I would be in choirs. Um, I did some plays, but I just, as I got older, I just thought that that was more of a, it was an unrealistic path is really, that's the honesty of Like it was just unrealistic. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> I have to be, you know, I actually wanted to be a psychologist at one point, oh, like in okay. high school. And I was like, okay, so I'll be, I have a, I'll have a psychology major and then I'll have a minor in business. Cause my ultimate goal was to have my own business. That was like the only focus, not really knowing what that business is even going to consist of. So, um, so now in my recent years, <laughs> <laughs> I figured out, you know, how much singing really does like make my heart happy and, you know. If I'm not singing for a couple days, like if I'm not listening to music for a couple days, I will start feeling low energy. It does, mm -hmm. like it does affect just like my overall disposition about life, you know? Yeah. So yeah. after so after the 10 years for you, what was the transition? As we were talking about earlier, you were just talking, or you were saying how you knew that you had specific goals. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wanted to have kids. I knew I wanted to have kids and we were really nomadic. My husband, I met my husband, um, mm -hmm. in a musician. York? We met in Alaska. I'm working for a cruise oh, line. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're a big beard. Did the Alaska thing. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. Okay. And so then we just would try to book contracts together. We were apart a lot together some and okay. we both wanted to have kids. And so I was nearing 30. We were thinking about getting married and we were in New York and I, I just, I nannied there and I, have watched people like dragging, you know, kids up and down the stairs of the subway and just, mm. it's, you know, it's, it's an expensive place to live and just a, you know, a lot more work kind of for just the day to day. Yeah. So I didn't want to raise kids there. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but then also you were talking about earlier that your heart passion was like your unconscious, unconscious passion was music and singing, but then you knew that you wanted to be involved with health and nutrition. And yes. Yeah. So, yep. Yep. So I had a lot of allergies growing up. I had kind of like tummy problems. I didn't really realize that till college or later. Um, and went through my own healing journey, like, you know, started having, it was kind of, it all came together with gut problems, mm -hmm. allergies, and starting to have like anxiety. And I didn't know why. And it was impairing 
my ability to audition well. I would get like this racing heartbeat mm. and all that stuff. So shaking. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's what I've actually had a lot of those similarities. I used to throw up all the time when I was younger. Really? I would overeat. Yep. Uh, you know, my digestive system was all kind of fucked up and I didn't know. Yeah. You know, yeah. I had no idea. Yep. Yeah. So I figured out later I had um, SIBO, small intestinal bacterial mm. overgrowth. My mom had some other digestive issues. So, so wait, did you get that tested? I mean, this is a I side did. Part. <laughs> I did. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So that's how you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there was a lot of figuring out. Long story short, went to a nutritionist, you know, even went to a counselor at one point, just kind of did all these different things that I, that taught me about like diet and all these ways of dealing with my health. Mm-hmm. Um, so I knew I liked that. So I went back to school for nutrition, moved to Denver, mm-hmm. got pregnant, started that whole thing, <laughs> but I stopped singing and yeah. I stopped performing like all of a sudden. And I left the community, uh, the, you know, just network of theater people and music people mm-hmm. and I am just like I look ahead yeah. and I just leap a lot and Same. I didn't yeah I get it. I get it. Yeah. yeah I didn't think about it I thought like I like lots of stuff I'll be fine yeah and and then Paul was still performing and so I ended up kind of in Denver with a baby in an apartment by myself mm-hmm. in a city where I didn't know a lot of people and I wasn't performing and it was a hard time I just yeah. and I noticed like my health got quickly worse Mm. Um, not drastically bad. But I understand. Gut yeah. problems kind of resurfacing. Yeah. Mental health, like I just felt kind of low and lonely, and mm-hmm. I just I felt really lonely. That's probably yeah. the biggest, the which biggest is piece. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's like the underlying. You know, what am I trying to say? Like the underlying problem with any kind of depression or mental health is like that feeling of loneliness. Loneliness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the feeling of loneliness and not, you know, just feeling helpless in a way. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. I did, and I, I couldn't really connect all the dots at the time. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I knew. I knew I'd left theater, and I. But I thought that should be fine. I knew I didn't have a lot of friends there, but I still felt like everything, I've got this beautiful new baby. Right. Like Why am I not happy? My husband's great. He's not always here, but you know, we're fine. And, um, yeah, I didn't really connect all those dots and yeah, it's a thought past me. It'll come back. But yeah. So that's a, okay. So that I have a question in turn. Okay. So you, obviously you're reflecting, so it's easier, easier for you to kind of like explain those different thoughts, but what do you think? Like, what was that point that allowed you to shift to shift or like, how did you know you needed to shift? I guess. Yeah. Um, I knew, you know, I went to a naturopathic doctor. I kind of felt like things aren't great physically. Um, so I was looking at that. I knew, I felt like somebody had died Mm. and it was this like feeling that kept going on and on. And eventually, you know, I, I knew that leaving theater had had some impact. I wasn't sure if it was the community. I didn't really make the connection that I literally wasn't singing, but there okay. was also a physical That's connection. That's so great. Because, I know? mean, if you're doing something for however many years, like... Yeah, I thought it was the people, which it, I fair. think it was. That's fair. I think mm-hmm. it was some of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I think it was actually the somatic experience mm-hmm. that was affecting me, too. And I went to a counselor, and I went for a while. I kept going back, and I kept telling her I just thought that I would get over this, but mm-hmm. somebody died and, and it's not, it's supposed to improve over time when you lose someone. Mm-hmm. It's not improving. I'm yeah. not feeling like the morning process is getting yeah. better. And yeah. so at some point we had to settle on like, well, it's going to come back because they didn't die. Yeah. You just, 
need to find little ways to do this right now until you can like do it more fully, mm-hmm. you know? And so that was the point at which I was like really cognizant that okay. this needs to be in my life yeah. in either tiny ways or bigger ways. And I think over the years we just found more ways to like my husband and I sing at home to the baby or, yeah. you know, just kind of have little jam sessions or That's invite people over. Just, <laughs> just try to do it. Yeah. Even in little ways. Yeah. Um, and, and that was good, too, because I realized that you don't have to, it doesn't have to be my job. It was my job for mm-hmm. so long, and I felt like that's what it had to be. Right. No, you could just sing at home. Yeah. <laughs> you know, sing for no purpose. Street, like, yeah, walking. Yeah. I, like, the sometimes, definition of play, right? Like, yeah, exactly. I didn't do it for play until yeah. I learned to do it for play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What were you going to say? Interesting. What? Well, no, I was just, just kind of bouncing off of your ideas, but um, also I was telling her earlier how, so it's, like I said, it's just been a journey for me because I know that um, I do. I love music. It doesn't matter what kind of music it is. Live music is so. It's just the way that it touched my t- touches my soul is like way more powerful than almost any other experience that I have yeah. in life. You know, but um, I just strayed away fr- from it for so long, and now I've been trying to just inch my way back into it in different ways. In fact, I went to see her and her husband perform. Like, what was it a couple months ago now? Yeah. And um, at one point she was like, yeah, next time you could just come sing up here. And I was like, wait, what? You don't even know if I can sing? What? (laughs) And then I also went to um, this camp a few weekends ago and it was an eco village. It was an intentional community. And so, like I was telling you, they, I mean, basically you just go there and there's a community and you sing. Like it's literally like a choir. We were on hay bales and sitting around chilling talking but singing so cool singing <laughs> yeah you know and there was a few different song leaders so these people had different songs laid out for you know the full weekend and they just teach one line at a time just like choir just like old school shit and there I was singing <laughs> my heart out and I was just so fulfilled and in, in this you know it was just a really fulfilling experience for me so I've just been trying to figure out how to just gradually take steps you know I, I talked about um this idea of fear right we all yeah, yeah. <laughs> we all have this fear <laughs> I talked about it in one of my podcast episodes a little bit earlier so now I'm trying to implement some of those tools that yeah. I've expressed and how to I don't know, just come up with a strategy to get myself out there and like you said it doesn't necessarily have to be a job and maybe that's also been a part of my um contemplation because I think too with just the way that we were raised you know the way that society has taught us pretty much whatever we're doing is like supposed to be yeah money making or just mm-hmm. it's supposed to be a career-based job yeah whatever that is and some people do make a lot of money from it but that doesn't mean that everybody will or has to either so yeah. it's just been difficult trying to figure out how to incorporate it in my life as even if it is just play you know just for fun so I don't know yeah, yeah. It's in, yeah. The process. So talking to you and hearing your journey and seeing how you, and she also has her own nutritional business. So that's awesome. Um, but that's what you do primarily. And yeah. then you're still singing on the side. and Yeah, yeah. I definitely took a pretty big break from singing in front of people, I should say. You know, yeah. like I would kind of incorporate it at home, which was good. Uh, but I really put, you know, went back to school for nutrition Got super passionate about functional medicine and functional nutrition, which is what I do now. Mm-hmm. I love it. I was just at the inner the um, 
Institute for Functional Medicine's conference last week. Wow. So wait, is that like a national thing? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's an institute and I mean, it's still growing, but I think it's the future of medicine and it's so impactful. It had a huge impact on me, Mm -hmm. you know, helped me sort out a lot. So that's, that's what I do now and with my nutrition practice. And so, you know, that's like, we were talking about kind of the somatic passion, like just the sensory thing that you do that feels good versus like an intellectual passion right and right nutrition is more like I love doing it mm-hmm. um but it's an intellectual passion and I want to help people the way that it helped me exactly and kind of share that experience and give that back but um so yeah I put most of my energy into that the last eight nine years and just started my own practice and um called Wired and Tired Women Wired and Tired Women <laughs> yep I love that. So, because I think that's how I felt for a long time. Yeah. You know, when I was doing stuff, wired and tired. Yeah. <laughs> that's one or the other. So, got to get that evenness back. But, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, then it's just been in the last year that I started getting out and singing again. And and now it's, like, I think it's, I feel more gratitude for it than mm-hmm. I ever did before. That it's really, like, such a gift. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's what I lost. I yeah, lost sure. that. I mean, then, of course, too, you know, when you're younger, you experience things. If, if one person makes fun of you, if one person laughs, if one person says anything negative, that, at least for me, that definitely negatively impacted me in a lot of different ways. Yeah. You know? yeah. So, I don't know. But, I mean, I like I, I was telling her I was doing research, and, I mean, it does definitely enhance so many different things about our mental health. It allows this increase in our blood circulation, which allows more oxygen for the brain. Um, it alleviates stress and anxiety which you were talking about earlier and you know like I said I've definitely had my issues with that too and so singing humming yeah just kind of calming and that could also be a form of meditation Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. which I feel like had it has been like if like I matter of fact me and my sister when we were younger if we would get mad or we were going through different things in the home we would literally make up songs (laughs) I love it well like (laughs) ridiculous like very familiar <laughs> <laughs> you know and it but it would really like calm us down we would laugh at each yeah. other and like okay now we're ready for the next thing you know yeah so yeah I don't know singing is definitely just this idea of the voice being able to use our voice to its full capacity you don't have to be a professional you don't have to do it in front of people but you know being able to use your voice in a a way that suits you suits your soul I think is powerful yeah, so I yeah. commend you and Paul, of course. Oh, thank you. You know, for being able to get out there and be vulnerable in that way, because it's hard. It's yeah, not easy yeah. to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I think for so many years, even though I was doing it professionally, I've definitely had a lot of fear around mm-hmm. it too, and, and I just would pretend like I didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and, which but, is probably helpful. Honestly, <laughs> it's helpful, but it didn't. It didn't yeah. hold me back, you know, yeah. in some ways. Um, when you say hold you back you mean like in terms of like going full out yes my confidence I think I would have been at a different level sometimes Mm -hmm. if I had just kind of trusted myself you know but you you know you have those voices in your head yeah speaking (laughs) of voices there's a lot of them just playing around yes yeah 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 we uh my seven-year-old we did a 5k recently and as we were running when he started to say oh, this is really long, or I don't know if I'm going to make it. And we were talking about the voices in our head, and so he started doing this thing where he'd hit his head, and the little voice would fly out of his ear, and then he could keep going. It's <laughs> like, oh, what a smart oh, kid. yeah, like, can you teach me Wow, that? yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, I know. 
I yeah. might use that. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Get out of here. Doing too much. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, and we had that when we were also talking about the um, uh, communication, the, the throat, throat chakra. chakra. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, it's interesting just how it all is like one big circle, right? Yeah. Communication, expression. And then balancing everything the out. Yeah. Because there's so many different strategies and how to do it or, or routes and, yeah. and, you know, to take. But like you said, with the health thing in terms of eating good and then exercising and then, of course, making sure you're doing what makes you happy. If yeah. that's singing or, I don't know, maybe you just like sitting around watching TV, spending time with yourself. That's awesome. Too, <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. But we have to figure those things out to know how to balance life to begin yeah. with. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I had a counselor say to me when I was trying to figure out how to get a lot of career, music, like, Mm -hmm. things back in my life. Mm -hmm. Uh, This was, I think, a couple years ago, three years ago, something like that. And Mm -hmm. she said, Brooke, did you ever think you could have it all? Hmm. And I was like, no, I didn't. And now I'm kind of starting to see that you can maybe, but it's not all or nothing. It's like a little bit of everything. Right. And maybe at some time something else gets bigger and something else gets smaller. But then if you just kind of keep, you know, but it is, it's a balance, which like you said, it's an understatement. That's, 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 (laughs) it's a lot of work, but it's, but yeah, it's kind of cool. But it's true though. We, we, but it's also something that I feel like a lot of us have been taught at a very young age. We can't have it all. Yeah, absolutely. You know? So that's, that's pretty powerful. I don't know. Like I'm pondering on that now because it is like. Some things will be smaller than others at times, but that doesn't mean that we're not still getting it's a piece of the pie there. in different ways. Yeah. So it's, I don't it's know. kind of an exciting and scary thought. Yes. <laughs> Very much so. Yeah. Very much so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting too, because like we were talking about the vagal nerve and how humming or singing stimulates it mm-hmm. and that's connected to our whole body. So we're going to get, you know, digestive health, immune support, mm-hmm. brain health, like yep. this connection through humming or singing yeah right and then in wellness we always talk about looking at all those like different areas of health right diet exercise mm-hmm. you know sleep yeah play that's the one that i forgot after i stopped theater it was mm-hmm. like work was play and i worked all the time yep so then yep. i stopped you know that job did a new job and i was working and not playing mm-hmm. so work was play so play we get back into you know whether it be singing for someone or you know, playing with their dog yeah. or yeah. whatever. I saw this guy in the park in Denver one time lifting his dog, like exercising with his dog. And I was That's like, play so and exercise cute. at the same time. You know? yeah. yeah, yeah. Combining, and like we were saying, the, the balancing act. How do you, I mean, for him, maybe he was working out, but then also trying to make sure that he's spending time with his dog. Maybe yeah. he had to work a full-time job to go to or something. Exactly. You know? Yeah, I've taken that now with my kids. I'll do squats with them on my back or run <laughs> yeah. races, you know, and it's like, that idea that we these separate areas of health are actually maybe all something that we can they're have. all making the whole body and mind well, but also you can do them all maybe together or some of them together, which is a cool idea. Yeah. So the holism. idea holism <laughs> and having everything, not all, but nothing. What what is it? What is the saying? You I don't have it. All. Oh yeah. Well, no, the one. Uh, because you said you can have it all, but then there is this saying that I've definitely heard way more than that, yeah. which is all or nothing. All or nothing, yeah. You know? Yeah, so but, maybe you can't have 
you can't have it all with all of everything, right? Right. But you can have some of all of it. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So thank you so much, Brooke, for coming in and having a conversation with me today. Absolutely. And um, moving forward, guys, I, like I said, I definitely want to continue to having more videos, getting different stories out there, and just coming up with collaborations that are helping and spreading the word to more people. I'm sure somebody needs to hear this. So I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank I appreciate you, you too. Thanks for listening, and I'm spreading unconditional love wherever you are.